Oh, David. Good thing Jimmy's coming. I've been doing leaves. Oh, we're live. We're live. <laughs> There's leaves all over the floor. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't tell Miss Judy. She's coming to clean out, isn't she? She probably doesn't clean. Oh. Man. You better clean that up. Wow, David, guys. look at all this. David. All these leaves. That's, is that from me? That's from you. I don't have anything like that. Uh-huh. I didn't put nothing it's down my, out there. My boots are clean. Look, you brought a rock in here. That is not me. Let me see your shoes. Shoes are clean. That's Eli. Eli's shoes are clean. They're clean. Well, what's new, fellas? How's your interview today? Oh, yeah. Man, I gave it my best shot. Did you get hired? I don't know yet. Had an interview today, 10 o'clock. Did you want to get Appreciate hired? Appreciate the prayers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is it? It's a big, yeah, I don't want to say it's a big deal. It's just an opportunity to really, I look at it as an opportunity to really focus on people. You know, the people I work with every single day. And so, but I've told Hannah I've had a good, I've had a good, uh, outlook on it at least I think I've had a good outlook on it where no matter what happens whether they choose me or not uh, is I it mean like truth sales? is God God is going to put people where he wants them at the right time and so if it's meant to be it's meant to be if not then I know that there's a reason there's not you know yeah. and that's the attitude you gotta have with oh yeah Anything and everything, really, in life. So you're telling me you're trusting God. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's what you gotta do. Oh, that, oh, that's a, that's, man, Johnny, that's good. Real good, huh? Well, y'all know. What's new? We having the, we. You really said he had something to talk about tonight. Oh yeah. Do you do? Yeah. Let's go. David going. Where's David going? David, the mic's up here, dog. Oh, he's bringing a chair. Okay. I'll, I'll wait for him to get a chair. A comfy chair, to yeah. say the least. I, I've got, we've got gossip hour. Do you want to give a little summary of what you're going to talk about, Eli? So we well, can it, brainstorm while I'm doing gossip hour. I don't really know. Uh, it's not really a long thing. It's just like something kind of short. So I don't really know how to summarize it without just giving it all away. Go, go ahead. Man, uh, we, surely it's a good gossip hour. I mean, we haven't been here in it's oh, been a few it's weeks. It's going to be a good it has been gossip a few weeks. hour. It has been a few weeks. We actually have a special guest with us. Yes. Update. 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 Special guest is crawling on the floor. Crawling it on is the floor. Now, time is 4.43. And we are going to go ahead and give all the updates in the church at Northside. First and foremost, our, we have a guest this evening. And his name is... Say your name. Say your name. Jagger! Jagger! Yeah, yeah there you go. Jagger's here tonight. Help us out. Um, preach a little bit. Run around, crawl. Hopefully no crying. Hopefully uh, no crying if he cries. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's not like we have millions of listeners who really... We do. How many listeners do we have? <laughs> uh... On the most recent episode, which granted, 
which granted was a few weeks ago. We've been, we've had Thanksgiving the past few weeks. It's been busy. Some of us, David, I think you moved out of town one week. So, wow, it's almost been a month, actually. It's been close to four weeks. November 3rd, uh, we talked about faithful, being a faithful friend. Had 51 plays. But, but, but. The episode, if you're listening, the episode Road to Salvation, September 29th. If you're listening, go find Road to Salvation, September 29th. We are at 94 plays. What? Uh, yep. Man. Almost there. Wow. We are almost there to 100 on one That's episode. 2.2 thousand plays total across all of our episodes. Oh, oh. Averaging, averaging, I'm giving you the statistics. Okay. And I'm the weatherman. Averaging 50, 5 zero, 50 plays per episode. That's the average. Uh-uh. Across all episodes, across every single episode we've ever done, we are averaging 50 plays per episode. Mm. That's some good gossip there. In the last... Barometric pressure? In the last... Yeah. In the last... <laughs> 30 days, there have been 413 searches on Spotify for our podcast. Wow. You know, I, I, I told a Say guy at work. Again. In the last 30 days, 413 different times has someone searched for our podcast. How is Man. that? How, are you sure your phone's right yeah, there? Right? Right there. <laughs> so why are they not listening? I don't know. They're waiting for this one right here. That means we got to bring it this time because they're Uh, waiting for this one right here. You need to be posting. We need to be sharing this on Facebook. Juicier gossip. I told a guy at work, uh, mod electric guy, if you're listening to this, thank you. I told him about uh, at work. Yeah. Yeah. We need we need listeners. We need it to be shared. Yeah. Tell a friend about the podcast. Share it. Tell a friend. Do we have any uh, Instagram post that prayer request? Uh, yeah, we actually had one prayer. Nah. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Who was it? It was one of my buddies. No way. Yeah, and see, it was like Veterans Day was before, and it was like uh, pray for the ve- veterans and right. people who is like who are serving right now. Good. That's a good prayer request. So he listened? Yep. I think so. Which buddy's this? His name's Will. Shout out, Will. Shout out, Will. Come yeah. on, Will. <laughs> Let's get it, Will. Do you Tell know friends, Jesus, Will? Will? Oh, he knows. He knows He knows Jesus? Yep. Oh, brother. Can't wait to see you in heaven. Try it. Maybe we get him on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, shout right. out to my boy. Let's do shout out. Shout out to my boy, Wes. <laughs> Wes, when you're listening to this, uh, Wes is planning on coming sometime in the next few weeks. I work with Wes. Wes is a good friend of mine. He wants to come be involved. And he wants to be in the yeah. podcast. He wants to be in the podcast. Man. Share, share what's on his heart. So yeah. I shout out to my mom and dad. Oh, let's go. Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Craig. <laughs> uh, thanks, Mom, for listening. I love you. Let's go. <laughs> shout out to my wife if you ever click on the play button. 
She's, she normally don't get past the first intro because it's normally me hollering. <laughs> so let's not put me hollering so she'll continue oh, to listen. Oh, that was hilarious. The last introduction yeah, to the last episode. We never saw anything like this. She's like, this is too much. That was awesome. <laughs> That's why I'm thinking we put, we put Eli in charge of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to share the credentials with Eli. Really? Eli's going to coordinate it all. Really? You want to do it? Yeah, I will. Seriously? Yeah. All right, we'll figure it out right after this. All right. All right. Man, we I'll might have a new host. With you. Is that what he is? Huh? Is host? that what he is, a new host? Yeah, certainly a new host. We're all co-hosts, I guess would be our terminology. So he would be the new host? He'd be the new host. Do you think you could keep it, like, focused on Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. And not politics and gossip? Yeah, I'm not getting into that stuff. What's up? Just about this right here. Maybe duck hunting the a little word. bit. See how the ducks are flying. Yeah, see if I wants to invite me duck hunting. I get it. Gossip you got a report. Spot. Um, in my life, I've killed two does with my bow. I've not yet killed a buck. Um, anybody else? You have a few more weeks. Yeah. Do you have any gossip about your deer hunting? Killed a deer. What kind of deer? That was a buck. What? How big? Eight pointer. Yeah. Oh yeah, he sent us pictures. Don't don't act too proud, Eli. Wait just. Uh, <laughs> Eli sent us pictures of that. Yeah. Johnny, any other? I ain't been to... this year. Ain't had time to go this year. Oh. I was sick. There's a big old stomach bug going around. I, I was know. sick. One weekend, the weekend before Thanksgiving, so two weeks ago, I was sick right then. So. I didn't go this year. It's not too late. No, I got plenty of time. I got a whole another month. You got that new bow. I know. You need to I get, need to get out there and use it. Man. All right. All right, Eli. Give, so, us, give us the new scoop. Way, way, way back when, I was a little kid. Oh, I went on this, a cruise ship, and I, uh, I met this kid who was from Israel. Same age as me and everything. On a cruise? Yeah, on a cruise. Where are you cruising? Mm, honestly, okay. I couldn't even tell you. I, like, I don't Like remember. an Alaskan cruise no, or like a probably, Caribbean cruise? Like Mexico or something like that, yeah. maybe. But, uh, so I met this kid. He's like, he's Jewish, from Israel. Really nice guy. He barely even spoke English. Was he like American though? No. He st- still lives in Israel. Oh, he still lives in Israel. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I'm following. So, uh, so he, uh, I had I got his phone number from him, but I could never get a hold of him for some reason. I don't know. So then I found his Facebook not too long ago. So I texted him. We were talking back and forth. And now all this stuff going on in Israel, I was like, man, I wonder what he's got to say about this or, like, if yeah. he's okay. So I, I texted him probably, like, I don't know. It was a, it was a while ago. Like, probably when it first started is when I texted him. And he hasn't, like, yet to respond. So then... uh the other day, I saw like somebody messaged me on Facebook. So I look and it was him. And uh, I'll read you word for word what he said. I, I like was making sure he was okay and everything. And uh, this is what he said. He said, I just now saw the messages. He's, he's saying he's not very like active on Facebook. Uh, he's excited to read the messages. He said, my family and I are safe now. What happened on October 7th was truly a terrible and unimaginable disaster. 
I know some of the murdered personally, people who studied at my school and a professor who taught me, and I have a distant relative who is currently a hostage in Gaza. Most of the murdered and hostages are those who were in villages and cities near Gaza. Luckily, my house is about 30 miles from Gaza, so the main danger is only rockets. I'm currently a soldier in the army and the artillery corps. I enlisted before the war as part of the man mandatory service that exists in Israel. And next week, I will join the fighting. The situation is really difficult, and we're literally fighting for our existence. So uh, I talked to him a little bit more. So he, he got drafted. Like, he signed up. Like, you know, when you turn 18, you sign up. Right. And he, he got drafted. And today, right now, is his first day fighting. Like, as we speak. Wow. Yeah. It's just crazy. I couldn't imagine. It's crazy how your path crossed with him. Yeah. So many years ago. Yeah, I know. Fighting for his very existence. Yeah. Mm. Man. Yeah, I, I really could not imagine. And imagine being like, well, our only fear right now is rockets at our house. He said his only fear at their house is rockets. That's that's the least of his words. You have to think that's a whole different perspective of you know, our worries and our week and whether it's our bills, whether it's our our health, but yep. like just being attacked. You know, how, how does, what does your faith look like in that as well? Like, in Israel, you know, and those are God's people over there. Yeah. Yeah. Is he, and like, from Israel originally, or? Yeah. He's Jewish. He is? Yeah. So he's actually God's, one of God's people. Yeah. I mean, I am too, but... Yeah. Yeah. The Chosen. Yeah. We're wow. adopted. Yeah, he, uh... Yeah, that just... I don't know, that just... Really... Just blew my mind, I guess. I don't know. I just, I've been really thinking about that a lot. You know, God has his, he's watching what's happening over there. Yep. You know, David said it, those are the conflict that we see on the news. That's God's people. That's that's the land that they're fighting over. And you know, that's, that's really, you know, I'm no, you just know what you read in the Bible, right? And we know that God essentially gave the Jewish nation and Abraham said land and promises, right? And um, it's really the gist of what's happening over there. It's a conflict over these promises and it's a conflict over this portion of land uh, is really what's happening. And, you know, and the thing with it is 
Dodge team is going to win. Yeah, no doubt. I told him that. I was it's like, going to yeah. win. You know? I don't know what that looks like. I think that's beyond what we can comprehend and understand. But God's ultimate sovereign will and God's ultimate sovereign plan is going to be fulfilled. And whether that's with the land that they're talking that they're fighting over over there or with that whether that's in our lives. You know, we talked just earlier about this job interview that I had today. You know, God's plan for your life it's going to uh, come to a fulfillment. Now there's really, I look at it as there's really two options though. You can either place yourself in his plan or you can be outside of his plan. Yeah. And our goal, I think our daily goal in life is to of course want to be in God's plan and want to be be sure that his sovereign will over our lives takes full effect. And that starts daily. It starts with getting your hearts right. It starts with having faith. It starts with having trust and trusting in God and trusting that he's going to lead you through. Trusting that his ways are better. As it says in Isaiah, his ways are higher than our ways. So are his thoughts higher than our thoughts. You know, we don't comprehend a lot of things and we don't get a lot of things. That's why Christianity and being a believer is all about faith. Right? It's based upon things you can't see. right? And Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Faith is confidence and assurance in the things that you can't see. It's having faith in God and having faith and assurance that He's going to fulfill His plan and He's going to fulfill His work in your life. And you know, one thing for me that I've been clinging to recently is the fact that He's going to place you where He wants you at his right timing. Yeah. You don't have to look for it. Matter of fact, my advice would be not to look for it. Yeah. My advice is to keep being faithful and keep worshiping and keep praising and keep pursuing Jesus. And in his right timing, the door is going to open and you're just going to walk right through it. And it, you know, that's part of, you know, and that's what I see as being in God's will and being in God's plan. It's just simply being faithful to him and simply trusting him and, and loving him with all you got every single day and then people see that and they say Jonathan you're not stressed about this interview no I ain't stressed about this interview no I ain't stressed about the things going on in this world no I ain't stressed about the things happening at work no I ain't worried about it because I know God is in total control and we say that but do we live it right do we actually mean that do we actually live that Every single day. Because it's so easy for me, now that I've completed my interview, I'm waiting for the process, you know, the yeah. political process for them to call me. It's so easy to sit here and think, you know, well, what could I have done better? What could I have done differently? No, that ain't the God that we serve. Right? I could have went in, failed the interview, and still get the job. Because that's the God that we serve. He'll put you where He wants you. Esther. Jewish orphan, born in captivity. And you mean to tell me she's going to beat out the general's daughter to become queen? She's going to beat out the governor's daughter to become queen? No, I don't believe it one bit. 
God will put people where he wants them at his right timing. He will put the listener where he wants them at the right timing. And I'll say this as well, Eli, given your story, your path crossed with this guy way back when. So now you're in an opportunity to share with him Jesus. Yeah. Because, because they don't... Uh, the Jews don't see Jesus as a Messiah. Yeah. They don't see him as, as the Christ. They see him as a as a prophet, uh, you know, as a good teacher. And and that's that's something that, you know, I think you have an opportunity there, though your paths crossed so many years ago, you have an opportunity to really teach him and show him and share with him uh, who Christ is and who Jesus was and and why he was a son of God and why he is a Messiah and the fact that he came to die on the cross for our sins and what a great opportunity I see. Yeah. And it's when you say path, I think how can we relate it to scripture? When you say direction, how can we relate it to scripture? You know, and obviously the first thing that came into play was, you know, what Johnny was saying was trust and in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, and trust in the Lord in all thy ways, acknowledge Him, which is, you know, like what you're doing, and He shall direct that path. So, like, it's God's duty to guide you, yeah, not yours. And that's what you were saying. Like, when you put, when you acknowledge Him, when you trust in the Lord with all your heart and acknowledge Him with everything with and continue to acknowledge Him, it says he shall direct that path. So, you know, what you're saying is exactly what the Bible says. It's 3, 5, and 6. Uh, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. I don't understand things at times. But it says not to lean underneath it. Lean on that. Right. But in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct that path. And that's, you know, awesome to see and to hear you guys talk. Like, knowing and understand. It's God's duty to direct your path, whether it's an interview, whether it's... Now, it's hard to say that, like Johnny said, in a path that... What if you're in a weary path? What if you're in a lonely path? What if you're in... Tonight, you're in a path of war? Yeah. In Israel. I mean... You know, in those paths, you can still... You know, the Lord says to trust. Yeah. And acknowledge him. Say, this is where I'm at. So, what was the boy's name? His name's Matan. Matan. So, like, you know, Matan has the same principle in 3, 5, and 6 right now in his very fight for his life, for his existence, to activate that scripture in in high-intensity moment. David has the same, can do the same thing in, in my personal life, whatever it may be, through my worries, through my anxiety, through my stress, I can continue to trust in the Lord. So I think about Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Another thing I think about is how God is the good shepherd and we are his sheep. I'm just going to read uh, John 10 and uh, verse 7 through 18. And maybe we can just play off this. And and, and leading in, in our past and leading in, in the shepherd... And God is our shepherd. It says, then in verse 7, it says, Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. 
All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out, and find pasture. The thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I come that they might have life, and they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd, Jesus said. The good shepherd giveth his, giveth his life for the sheep. So he goes all in. He's, he's, he's invested his whole life. He gives his son. But he that is an hareling and, and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, and leaveth the sheep, and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them, and scattereth the sheep. The hareling fleeth, because he is a hareling, and careth not for the sheep. I am a good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and I know of mine. I love that. Verse 14, did you hear that? If you're going to trust in Jesus, you need to understand that He is a good shepherd. And He knows His sheep. He knows Eli. He knows David. He knows Johnny. And I know of mine. He knows everyone. He knows you well. He knows, in, he knows the very blood that's pumping through your veins. He's created that. He's allowed the very existence of who you are to be on the face of this earth. So like to know and to understand... In verse 14, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and, and I am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep, and the other sheep I have, which are not this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. There doth my Father love me, because I have laid down my life, that it might take it again. No man taketh from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. <clears throat> the Good Shepherd, and the path that you're in, understanding who God is, and what, what He wants of you. You know, that's what a shepherd does, <laughs> is literally guide you, yeah. guides the sheep. Keeps them out of harm's way. Yeah, it says, All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. So imagine what God has, God has the power to keep strife out of your life. Yeah. He has the power to keep you from going down the wrong path. He has the power to allow you to make sure, like Johnny said, to trust in the Lord with all thine heart. No, no God, I'm trusting in you. You know, in your mental state, in your spiritual life, in your spiritual warfare, you need to have that relationship with Christ to where you can talk to Him and tell Him, Lord, no, I'm trusting in You. Because when I trust in You, You direct my path. And if He's directing your path, He's a good shepherd. And if He's a good shepherd, then He knows me. He knows exactly what I need today. Not tomorrow. He knows what Eli needs today. Whether it's gas in his gas tank, or for his truck to go a little bit longer, or whether it's he needs this, he needs joy, he needs peace, he needs comfort. He knows exactly what you need. So understanding in that transition from trust to who you're trusting in, the shepherd who knows you well, who knows you better than anyone else, who will provide exactly what you need, and who keeps the thieves away, who keeps the devil away, who will defend you, who will is ready and willing if you're willing to have a relationship with him. So understanding who we're talking about, we're trusting in tonight. Who are you trusting in? 
Do you know who you trust in? Are you weary right now? Are you struggling? Are you in a path? I mean, be honest tonight. And to me, and you're in John 10, verse 10, it's, it's, everyone quotes this verse. I quote it all the time, but it's, it's what team you want to be on. (laughs) You have two options, listener. You have two options. You can be on and follow a guy who wants to steal from you. He wants to steal your joy. He wants to kill your peace. He wants to destroy your family, destroy everything you are. You can be on that team, sure. But who in their right mind would want to be on that team when you have another team who wants to bring you life and to bring it to you, not just life, but bring you abundant life? To me, it's a... You know, and, and then he goes on and talks there in, in, in chapter 10 about, you know, exactly what you said, David. Being a shepherd, that's what shepherds do. They guide the sheep. They lead the sheep. They keep them out of harm's way. Don't you know, Romans eight twenty eight that all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to His purpose? Granted, you may not see it. You may not see that, you know, the struggle and the hardship you're going through now is setting you up for the next season of life. And that's difficult to con- that's a difficult concept to understand and I struggle with that personally. But we can have confidence that everything that happens in your life God's using for a purpose and God's using for a plan for his plan. Everything. Nothing is wasted. Nothing is wasted. Getting behind that slow car Hitting all the red lights, you have a, you have a. I think, you, I think there's a spiritual aspect to to it, right? Yeah, it's, it's looking at everything you do spiritually, and and I think when you're in tune with the Lord, you continue, like everything that happens, you acknowledge, Lord, okay, this is happening. When yep. you're in tune with the Lord, this is what's going on, and then you open your eyes to that spiritual realm of like, man, there was a car wreck. And I went back inside before I left the house. Wow. You know, those little things. Like, the, the, the little, the guidance that the Good Shepherd gives when we're in tune. You know, and you said, Romans eight twenty eight, For we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. So that means we have to show love. Right? right? To them that love God. Right. Everything we do should be bound bound by love. Everything so, we do. You know, are you showing that love? How do you show love? How do we make sure that everything works together for good? To them that love God. Are you loving the Lord? Can it be said? Can you can someone if you were to die right now, this very moment, podcast listener, would they say you love God? Yeah, does it shine off of you when people see you? What when what are they saying? Through work, right? I mean, you be able to tell just by your stride, by the way you talk to people, just how you act. You, they should they should just know that you love God, just by your day to day life, how you treat the cashier at the restaurant, how you treat the waitress, how you treat your family members. Everything you do is supposed to be love. I really like uh, 
verse 15 says, I lay down my life for the sheep. That really stuck out. He'll do anything for you. Amen. Anything. Yeah, yes. he's always there. Closer than a brother, he's always there. He laid his life down for you. Hallelujah. No yeah. man no man shows greater love than this and he who lays his life down for his brother. And then he says in I think Proverbs or Psalms that he is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Mm-hmm. He looked you exactly man. Got me all fired up over here. Yeah. Laid two thousand years life. ago. Two thousand years ago over there in that land that they're fighting for. Two thousand years ago, Jesus Christ, God himself, wrapped himself in flesh, came to this earth. Born in a stable, if you will. Born in a manger. Right? We're here at Christmas. Lived a perfect holy life. And because He loved you so much, He went to that cross. He went to that cross for you, Eli. He went to that cross for you, David. He went to that cross for you, Johnny. He went to that cross for you, Jagger. He went to that cross for you, buddy. Yep, 2,000 years ago. That's right, and he's smiling right now. And Daddy's sweating. But he went to that cross 2,000 years ago. And he died the death. He paid the price that we deserve. Because our best, as Isaiah 64 says, our best, your best day is nothing but filthy rags compared to a most holy, righteous God. He knew you couldn't measure up on your own. He knew you couldn't meet the standard and so what did God do he searched across heaven he found one who could meet the standard he sent him he sent him to this earth and he willingly laid down his life it said David you read it in John 10 he lays down his life willingly no one took it from him no one forced him he willingly did that because of love And that's the path going back to the very beginning. That's the path you're trusting in. The one who laid his life down for you. It says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. The one who laid his life down, who gave it all. That's who you're trusting in. I think, you know, I must be honest with you. I forget that sometimes. I forget who I'm trusting in. I forget... The power that he has. I've been reading in John, in John, I think it's John 20, maybe. Yeah, of the, in John 21, I think it is, maybe. But the same God that, this is the power that we're trusting in, okay? It says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. This is who I'm trusting in. The one who called out to Peter and said, This is how powerful I am, Peter. Throw your net on the other side of the boat and watch what I can do with creation. I can put 153 fish in your net to where you can't even get it in the boat. So you tell me why you're not trusting in Jesus. Why are you not trusting in that path? I'm, I'm talking to myself right now. Why are you not going all in? Why are you not trusting in that, David? Why are you not trusting in that, Eli? This is the Lord that called out to Peter and said, cast your net on the other side. And they knew the only man, the the only person 
was Jesus that could do that. They knew. They had been around Him. They knew His presence. They knew His power. And when He, when he this was after He had resurrected and He came back to them. And, and he, he said, cast the net on the other side. And He casted it. And it was so full. If, and I just, I paused all morning and meditated on if He has that much power, David. You don't think He can handle the situations you're going through? You don't think he can help you, David? Eli, whoever is listening right now, this path that you think, trust in the Lord, you want, don't forget who you're trusting in. It's easy to say that I trust you trust. Right. But do you really? I mean, like David said, he, said, he told Peter, just cast his net, and he couldn't even get the thing in the boat. There were so fish. many fish. And, and you're going through, he kept uh, the nets from not breaking because yeah. he knew it was important to get the, the catch in. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that's the God that we're trusting in. I, I personally, when I'm weary, when I'm upset, when I'm struggling, when I'm not in tune, yeah. you forget yeah. this yeah. God that you trust in. And tonight, listener, who who's listening? Maybe you're in a weary state. Maybe you're in a struggle state. But listen, in Peter, when Peter's life, this is the God. There's so many examples what God has done in this word, whether it's the blind man. I think last time we talked about the guy, he healed out of the roof and, I, yeah. and we were dancing. Yeah. Okay, how do we get back to the power of God? How do we get back to it again? This is the, the God we're trusting in. Once again, he rose from the dead, he's resurrected, and not only that, he speaks to you in a way that David, podcast listener, Johnny, Jagger, Eli, if I can guide fish to the other side of the boat to put in your net, what can I not do for you, Peter? What can I not do for you, listener? Do you think my way is best? Are you going to go down your path? Like Johnny said, there's two paths. There's a path of the devil. Uh, that wants to rob still and kill your joy. Sure, it looks fun. Let's be honest. That pathway looks fun. It is fun for a season, it says. It says it's fun. Yeah. Hey, listener, if you're in a pathway in that season, it's fun. But it comes to an end. There's, there's no joy. There is no happiness in that road. It will end in a split. It'll end faster than you want to. I think Brett says, sin will keep you longer than you want to stay. However that saying goes, however that goes, keep you longer than you want to stay and take away everything that you got. That's not how the saying goes, but it will. Well, that's back for that saying. Yeah. But we could go all night reading through this book right here of the Bible of just things that he's done. If he, if he can do it then, he can do it now. No doubt. I'll close it out with one last verse. Alright. Donnie, do you have anything before I read this? No, you got it. No matter what you're going through, big or small, he, he can handle it. 
No doubt. He's in control. Give up your control so he can be in control. I got it. All right. In John 21 and 25, this is the God that you're trusting in. And, and, this, and there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which, if they should be written, everyone, everything that he's done, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. This is the God that we're to trust in. They can't even they can't even fit enough books in the world to write what he did in the 33 years that he had on this earth. That's who we're trusting in. That's who we're serving. That's who we're living for. That's who we're trying to strive to please, to honor, to love, to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. Why? Because he sent his son. So we just tonight if I could say you know in a, in a in a lapse and what what do we go over tonight the truths of God who he is the power of who he is in the pathway of your life when you trust in God who are you trusting in we've defined who you're trusting in yeah. we've showed you who you're trusting in in whatever season you're in if you're in Israel right now fighting for your life this scripture is still true yeah. no matter it, what there's yeah. an answer in this book Yep. to everything that you're going through. Everything and anything you're ever, you could ever go through. There's an answer. Alright, let's close this out. I'm going to pray for us. Dear Lord, thank you for just letting us gather here in your house and talk to the listener and just even uh, talk together. It uh, really grows our relationship with you. And Lord, uh, just thank you for giving us this opportunity. Uh, thank you for the word, Lord. Uh, we, we'd we be nothing without you, Lord. Absol- I mean, sending your son to die on the cross. Just You're such a mighty God, Lord. And Lord, I pray that if there's anybody listening tonight and whatever they're going through, and they don't, they think that you can't handle it, Lord, I, I pray that they know right now that you can handle anything they're going through, Lord. Whether it be a divorce, a broken arm, anything. You can handle it, Lord. And uh, I just thank you for all your many blessings, Lord. I, I pray for uh, my buddy in Israel, Lord, as he uh, is fighting right now, Lord. And I, I pray for his safety, Lord. I pray that maybe even I could uh, talk to him about uh, your son, Jesus, Lord. And uh, I just thanks, thank you for this wonderful opportunity tonight, Lord. Uh, let us have a Good week, good weekend. Let us shine your light, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.